deep in the Polish province of Galicia is the city of Lizhensk. About 250 years ago, there was a large Jewish community there. Most of them made their living renting taverns and fields and orchards from the Parats, the Polish squire who owned the land. Some Jews rented forests from which they would take wood or lakes and rivers for fishing or orchards for fruit picking. Everyone earned their living at the pleasure of the Parats. Like many members of the noble class, the Parats was not a kind man. He made the Jews pay a very high price to use his lands and property. He also gave the Jews a hard time if they fell behind in their payments, but they were often able to work out a deal with the Parats despite his harsh nature. Every year, when the innkeepers would come to renew their agreements, he would ask for a higher rent. The poor Jews would plead with the Parats, You'll be taking bread out of the mouths of our children. We're barely able to make a living as it is. Please, have mercy. And then the Parats would relent, and he would let the old rent stand, and sometimes he would even reduce the rent and give the innkeepers more time to pay their debts. Now, the Parats had unlimited power over the Jewish lives and property, so he couldn't understand why he would be so kind to them. It didn't make any sense. Once they left, he felt like kicking himself. He had very little compassion for anybody, let alone a Jew. So why would he turn so soft every time he had dealings with Jews? This question bothered him so much, he felt like it was an Aveda to be kind to the Jews. So he spoke to the Galach to ask his advice. The Galach's explanation was that the Paretz's weakness was not really a weakness of the Paretz. In Lizhensk, as everybody knew, was a saintly Jew, a tzaddik, the Nayim Elimelech, Rabbi Elimelech of Lizhensk, to whom Jews from all surrounding towns and villages turned for help whenever they had a problem. So every year, before going to the Paretz to renegotiate their contracts, the innkeepers would go to the Rebbe to ask the Rebbe to daven for them. Daven that Hashem would soften the Paretz' cruel heart. And this is why the stony heart of the Paretz would melt in his dealings with the Jews, and he would give in to their pleas. The Galach continued, The only thing to do is to banish the Rebbe from the city of Lizhensk, so the Jews will no longer be able to turn to him for help. And then you will be able to do as your heart desires, free from any interference. Paretz liked this advice. He went straight home and wrote a letter to the Rebbe, ordering him to be out of the city within 30 days. Now that his problem was solved, the Paretz decided to celebrate by going out to hunt in his forests. He and his personal servant took their fast horses. They rode for hours, deeper and deeper into the forest, chasing the deer and the wild boars, until the parrots grew tired and hot. They reached a river, so they stopped, tied up their horses, and the parrots jumped into the river for a cooling swim. The parrots crossed the river, climbed out onto the opposite bank, and stretched himself out on the soft grass in the sunshine. He soon fell asleep. When he eventually awoke, 
The sun was sinking. He felt cold. He quickly jumped into the river and swam back. But when he got back to the place where he had left his servant with their horses, there was no sign of them. And worse still, all of his clothing was gone as well. The pirates had no choice but to start walking. It was already dark when he heard the barking of dogs, and he arrived at a small hamlet, where he was greeted by an outburst of laughter as the local farmers stared at the unexpected visitor. The pirates was enraged. How dare you laugh at me? I'm the pirates. Have you no respect? The peasants found this to be laughable. This stranger comes out of the woods, wearing no clothing, claiming to be the pirates? They laughed even harder. Finally, one of the peasants took pity on this strange man. He gave him some old discarded clothing with which to cover himself and let him sleep in the barn with the sheep and the goats. The pirates was too upset to sleep and altogether too miserable. As soon as it grew light, he left the barn and walked down the road to the next village. He realized he would be unable to claim to be the pirates, as nobody would believe him and would simply think that he was a simpleton or crazy. He asked for some food and went on his way. In the next village, he found some other wandering beggars. They would go from village to village, and eventually they came to Lizhensk. It was Sunday morning. The beggars went to the church, where they waited outside. Presently, the people inside came out of the church and tossed a few small coins to the beggars. As the parts sat there amongst the beggars, he immediately recognized his servant, dressed in the fine clothes which he had stolen from his master when his master had swum across the river. His servant looked so much like the real parts that the real parts could hardly believe his eyes. He almost jumped up and accused the impostor of stealing his clothing and his identity, but he realized that nobody would believe him. He was broken-hearted. He couldn't understand why this had happened to him. Until suddenly, he remembered. The trouble started right after he had ordered the Holy Rebbe out of the city of Lizhensk. Instead, it was he, the Paritz, who had been ordered out. So the parrots decided to visit the Rebbe Elimelech to ask for his help. When the parrots entered the Rebbe's room and saw the Rebbe's face, he threw himself onto the ground. He begged for the Rebbe's help and forgiveness and promised that he would be good to the Jews from this day forward if only the Rebbe would help him reclaim his rightful position as the parrots. The Rebbe Elimelech told the parrots to stand up and tell them the whole story from beginning to end without leaving out a single detail. When the parrots finished telling him his sad tale, the Rebbe took out some money from his drawer and gave it to the parrots. I'm lending you this money. Go to the Schneider, the Jewish tailor, who makes your clothes. Have him make you another set of Sunday clothes, exactly like the ones you usually wear when you go to the church. Next Sunday... You will wait for the imposter parrots to enter the church, and then a few minutes later, you will simply walk over to your coachman, who's waiting with your coach behind the church, and tell him you've changed your mind 
and wish to return home. He will take you home, and then you will know what to do next. The Parats followed the Rebbe's advice precisely, and the next Sunday, the Parats was waiting. He waited a few minutes after the imposter Parats had gone into the church, and then he simply went over to his carriage, entered it, and asked to be driven home. When he got home, he gathered some more servants, told them what had happened. When the imposter Parats walked up to the mansion, wondering why the coachman hadn't waited for him, the real Parats was waiting. He seized the imposter, beat him until he confessed to his crime. The Parats reclaimed his identity and reclaimed his position, but he did not act like the old Parats. Having experienced the pain of helplessness, he could appreciate the position of the Jews that lived in his province. He became very friendly towards them, and especially towards the tzaddik, Rabbi Elimelech. And instead of banishing the Rebbe, he banished the Galach, who had started the whole problem. The Parats realized that it was in the Rebbe's merit, and in the merit of Jews who lived on his land, that he had been given a second chance. Thank you.